and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, You are our treasure that we long for, and we fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. But we also thank You that You consider us as your treasure, your treasured possession, the apple of your eyes. We honor you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, we have an interesting and controversial topic today. And today we'll be reading from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7. Allow me to just uh, read this because this talks about husbands and wife. What an interesting topic that we have today. Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husband, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won over without a word by the conduct of their wives. When they see your respectful and pure conduct, do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. For this is how the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their own husbands as Sarah obeyed God, calling him Lord. And you are her children if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. Verse 7 says, Likewise, husbands, live, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the gracious or the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Now, these verses deal with marriage relationships, and Peter is giving instructions to both husbands and wife. And I know that the wives are thinking right now, why is the instruction of Peter seem to be lopsided and seem to be favoring the husband and difficult for the wives? You might be thinking that this is probably no longer available in our society today. Well, Peter begins with likewise wives. Likewise what? Peter has been writing to the exiles to live their lives in such a way so that the world will see their good deeds and glorify God for what they are doing. And we are to live our lives in such a way that we are leading people to God and not repelling them because of our bad or evil behavior. In fact, I believe that the Christians ought to be the nicest people on the planet. And Peter was writing uh, to the persecuted believers under the Roman Empire to submit to the governing authorities. And then in the same way, Peter is commanding the wives to do likewise, to submit to their husbands. Now, to submit comes from a military term, which means to arrange. And there is an order in marriage, an order in the home where the husband leads and the wife submits. There would be less challenge if the husband is a believer who is a committed disciple of Christ and who also prioritizes his wife and his family. But the difficulty comes when a wife who has a husband who is not obedient to the word of God or who is an unbeliever. And Peter is giving an instruction to win the husband over by your conduct. In other words, to have a godly behavior. 
And wives who are believers are encouraged to win their husbands without words. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, wives, and you might react to this verse. Win them without words, pastor. You know, sociologists say that women speak twice daily the amount of words more than men. 25,000 around that uh, number for women compared to only about 10,000 for men. Now, that's a lot of words in a single day. And Peter is saying to win their husband's hearts to the Lord without words. Treat him with gentleness and kindness and let them see your respectful and pure conduct regardless of how he behaves. Now you may ask me, Pastor, I cannot do this because my husband will not change if I do not say a word. Well, my question for you today is, have you tried it? And let me answer well, maybe once or twice. But Peter is actually saying it must be a lifestyle. Continue to serve the Lord even if he is not serving the Lord. Pray for your husband. Respect him. You also need to have a godly perspective. Now, women, let me ask you this. How do you view beauty? The world may define beauty externally by how a woman dresses. Maybe the way she puts up her makeup, has nice shoes, bags, huge diamond rings, has nice ornaments. Well, wives, your beauty should not be only on the external, on how you look like, but also who you are spiritually. Your real beauty comes from the heart, possessing a quiet and a gentle spirit. You may not agree to this, but I have some, seen some wives, uh, you know, like take the posture of uh, respect, take the posture of submission, and it was really a major factor in turning their husbands to Christ because of how they have seen their wives submit to them and treat them with godly respect. Having the character of quietness and gentleness is very precious to God. In fact, the word translated gentleness in Greek is described as strength under control. And the greatest beauty, I believe, is godliness. The world emphasizes so much on the external beauty and we see this on social media and videos and magazines how women should have a certain look or have a certain weight or color. And many times women forget that what is the most important is having a real beauty from within. I'm not suggesting that you become negligent of your, negligent of your body. Go and put on makeup. Go and ask your husband for allowance to go to a maniped salon and have yourself a treatment, but be reminded that the ultimate and real beauty does not come from the outside, but from the inside, which is so precious in the sight of God. My last uh, point is having a godly example coming from this particular set of verses that we have just read. Peter used Sarah as an example, as a, as a wife who submitted to her husband Abraham. In fact, she called her Lord or Master. Now, I'm not asking the wives to call their husbands Master. Maybe you're calling MasterCard if you need to order something. But wives ought to have an attitude of submission and respect. Now, let's talk about the husbands. I know that we've talked about the wives some, but let's talk about the husbands. In the last verse, we read, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel 
since they are heirs with you of the grace of life so that your prayers may not be hindered. And Peter used the word likewise again as he was talking to the men. Likewise what? Husbands are also asked to yield and submit like the wives. In other words, both need to have mutual respect and submission. And husbands cannot use this verse as a weapon in order to force the wife to submit. He is to give honor to the wife that God has given to her, to treat her like a wicker vessel. I'm not suggesting that women, women are weak physically. In fact, they are strong in having the ability to bear children. Now, I call that real strength, okay? I can't bear children. I see my wife bearing our four children. That is what you call being strong. And women are not also weak spiritually. In fact, typically, women are more passionate and discerning than men with regard to the things of God. But husband must yield by showing honor to her as a weaker vessel. That is, she is to be treated, treated like, a, like a prized or a valuable possession. She's not to be treated as an ordinary vessel, but as a special vessel that is delicate and fragile. Maybe I can think of an example of having a signed Air Jordan shoes by Michael Jordan himself. Now, if you have that, particularly those men who are into sneakers or shoes, you would treat that pair of shoes as a valuable collection and not just to use it for your daily game of basketball. In fact, you may just keep it in a nice glass container because of the value. And wives are to be treated with value and high esteem. They are women that God has created to be masterpieces. She is a fellow heir of the grace of life. Treat her as an equal in this pursuit of serving God. She is an heir with you, not a slave under you. And if we disrespect our wives, our prayers may be hindered. No matter if you fast or no matter how much of the Bible you read, if you disrespect your wife, guess what? The Bible is saying your prayers may be hindered. If we do not respect our wife, and show compassion to her, our prayers may be blocked. Value her. Invest in her. Nurture her. Be understanding to her. Treat her like a queen. Now, wives, if you're listening to this, just type that in your chat box. Treat me like, treat me like a queen. And to summarize, the husband and the wife must both learn to respect and honor each other. They're to submit to each other and not just the husband lording it over his wife, but also listening and valuing her contribution in marriage. And when the Lord and, and when the world sees your marriage that is full of peace and harmony and love, then it may actually be the instrument to lead them to Christ, who is the ultimate example of a loving bridegroom who sacrificed his life in order to serve his bride, the church. Now this is what honor is all about. This is the ultimate example of marriage. Let's go ahead and continue to meditate on these thoughts and worship the Lord right now. And then we will end in prayer. Yeah. 
resurrection in the sharing of suffering to be shaped into your image i want to know you i want to know you in the parting of the waters in the fires of the furnace in the shadow of your refuge i want to know you i want to know you in the days of revival in pursuit of the broken in the glory of your purpose i want to know you i want to know you in the days of the waiting in the fire and the straining till there's just one thing remaining I want to know you, I want to know you I want to know you, I want to know you, Lord And I know I don't deserve this Only you make me worthy So I keep preaching over Treasures or trophies to compare with your glory So I keep preaching over for you Let's just pray. Father, I thank you for the wives who are listening. Thank you for the grace to, Lord, just take their beauty from within, to use that as a way of ministering to their husbands. I also thank you, Lord God, for husbands who are listening that they would also treat their wives with respect as heirs in the promise of Christ, as co-heirs with God. And because, Lord, we don't want our prayers to be hindered, we thank you, Lord God, even for a greater strength in marriages even today. I pray, God, that if one of the wife or the husband is not yet a believer, I pray that they would come to the saving knowledge of Christ, that you would also help minister to those who are not yet uh, having a relationship with you, Lord God. And so we thank you for, Lord God, salvation. We thank you for unity in marriages. We thank you for strength even among families, God. And I thank you, Lord God, that you'll continue to bless the people who are listening today. I want to just bless you right now. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord turn His face toward you and grant you peace. May the love of our Heavenly Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, thank you once again for joining us today. We'll see you again next time. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.